Hello, hello, hello. My name is Jennifer Joseph, and you are officially tuned into the Her Redemption podcast. I am a wife, I am a mother, I am a pastor, I am an author. And I am a businesswoman, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you live a life in total and full redemption through Christ Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. If you haven't gotten a chance, please leave us a review. Give us five stars. If you love this podcast, share it with your friends, your mom, your sister, your brother, your homie, your neighbor, your coworker. Share, 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 you guys and please um, give me feedback um, as I really, really appreciate it. So today, y'all gonna love this title. We'll be discussing whoever counted you out can't count, okay? We're gonna send them back to school and take a math class because they clearly don't know how to count if they counted you or me out, all right? So I am going to be sharing another devotional with you from my ebook, Bloom Circle, which you can get a copy from um, on my website, which is www.jenniferjoseph.org. All right, so you guys know the drill. I don't wanna bore you with a very long chapter, and this is pretty of a long of a chapter. So it's John 1 verse 43 to 50. If you have your Bibles, you can open and read it, but I'm gonna just try to paraphrase for you to really save you some time. I'm sure y'all appreciate that, right? You can't respond to me, but I'm just gonna pretend like you just said, yes, sis, we really appreciate you not reading the whole verse because don't nobody got time for that. So give me one second. Um, yes. Okay. All right. So in this chapter, I just had to read it to make sure I remembered what the chapter was about. Jesus, as you know, hello, our savior, our God, the one and only lamb of God, son of man, our everything. Okay. People were doubting who he was. All right. Let's just be real. The Pharisees, especially, they were doubting his potential, his existence, his title, his entire being. They just did not believe that he was the Messiah. But more importantly, did y'all know that where Jesus was born and where he came from, that um, basically wasn't the most popular town or place, if you will, and his father, um, as you know, Joseph was just a carpenter. Um, and so, you know, I guess Nazareth was basically a place where I guess the wealthiest of Jews did not reside It was just sort of the lower class Jews lived in Nazareth. And so because of that, the Jews were just offended that 
a carpenter, a carpenter's son, let alone somebody from Nazareth, let alone somebody who was born in a manger, would call himself the Messiah. So there was relatively some classism going on here, right? There was really like this, this idea of just like status and how they really felt like Jesus just did not meet their expectations in terms of what their Messiah should look like. They probably felt like he should have fell from the sky wearing armors of gold and this beaming light like they, it just was not in their opinion what their messiah should be and so because people kind of had their opinions about Nazareth in this passage that I shared with you prophet Nathaniel basically says um, what good can come from Nazareth And so I really just want to talk about that for a second. So just to tell you a little bit about myself and my background, I grew up in West Philadelphia and I graduated from Overbrook High School. My high school was and still is one of the lowest ranking schools in the city of Philadelphia. And when I was in college, I used to be embarrassed to tell people that I graduated from there. Um, (laughs) When it came to Overbrook, I always had school pride. But for the most part, um, you know, I was just embarrassed. Um, I enjoyed my experience there, but my embarrassment came from other people's low opinion of it. Um, However, I have come to realize that where a person is from or where a person went to school does not dictate who that person can become. Um, And so though Nathaniel asked Nazareth, can anything good come from there, right? In this passage, he didn't realize that the Messiah, Jesus himself, came from there. And I say all of that to say this, God is no respecter of persons. He uses who he pleases, when he pleases, and how he pleases. And sis, bro, though you may not look like the part, God chose you. And he has chosen you for such a time as this. And you know what I love? Even though Nazareth was this no-name place or a place where I guess amazing people didn't come from, Jesus changed the narrative. And so I want you to believe like, look, I'm not about to put on me words and titles that other people have have labeled or placed on myself just because Overbrook High School is labeled as the worst high school in Philadelphia. Guess what? I'm still going to become something. I'm still going to go and do great things. And we really need to destroy these ideologies and these man-made expectations and, you know, this idea like only if you go to an Ivy League school or only if you have the best education that you can accomplish great things. And yes, granted, I do believe that people who go to these good schools have a better chance at success, that they have a privilege that we're not privy to. But there's something powerful about somebody who comes from nothing and becomes something. There's something powerful about where your faith and your desire and your ambition to want more for yourself meets with the plan of God for your life. I mean, there literally is no mountain that can stand in front of you. 
And you know why? Because when God brings you out of that situation, nobody can take the credit. Your school can't take the credit. The people around you can't take the credit. Your education can't take the credit. Can't nobody say it was because of them. Because you were literally came from nothing. And God loves those situations where he can take somebody out of nothing and bring them into something. Because guess what? He gets all the glory. You literally can say, if I made it here, it is only by the grace of God. You are looking at a walking miracle when you see me. If I could be one who went to the worst school in West Philadelphia, who went, you know, and and is now a COO of a predominantly white organization, I'm looking like, who, God? You did that with who? Me? Little old me? I'm nothing. I'm nothing. And so I want you to know, don't you dare let anybody count you out. Don't you dare let nobody tell you you're good enough. Don't you dare let nobody tell you that you don't have the resources or the things that you need to be successful. If God is for you, who can be against you? And so listen, I I love that, you know, let them sleep on you. <laughs> Let me, you know, I just want to get cocky for two seconds. If they sleeping on you, let them sleep on you because they clearly can't count. If they counting you out, bro, if they counting you out, sis, they don't know how to count. And that's okay. We're not going to break ourselves sweat trying to make people know our worth. We just going to do the work. We just going to show up and then they will see for themselves that they should have never counted you out. And so Nathaniel was like, what good can come out of Nazareth? I'm going to tell you what good can come out of Nazareth. The savior of the world. (laughs) The king of the world. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. They didn't realize that the Messiah, Jesus himself, would come from there. And as I said, God is no respecter of persons. He uses who he pleases. So don't you dare be ashamed of your origins or of your humble beginnings. Be proud of who you are and of where you're from. Because the value of who you are is not attached to your location. Woo! The value is in you. That's what people don't understand. Your value has nothing to do with where you're from or who you're attached to or who your mother is or even your father is. Listen, you can be the first person who breaks the cycle of poverty in your family. It's okay. Nobody in your family ever stayed married. You're going to be the first one that actually stays married. It's okay. Nobody in your family ever graduated from college. Guess what? You're going to be the first one in your family that graduates from college because God can change any situation. It's not about who you're attached to. It's not about your last name. It's not about a location. It's not about where you went to school. It's about who you have in you. And greater is he. Thank you, Jesus. That is in you than he who is in the world.
The minute you accept God, the Bible tells us that you are a new creation. So guess what? You don't have your family's last name no more. You got Jesus' last name. You don't got your family's DNA running through your blood no more. You got Jesus' DNA running through your blood. So yeah, mama might have been a crackhead. I don't know. Or mama might have had mental issues. Or people in our family are just all about division. Or maybe it has nothing to do about your family. But maybe you just can't relate to the people in the neighborhood or the people you grew up with. You want more. That's okay. You're not defined by where you're from you can be whatever you want to be through Christ Jesus who strengthens you and so I want to encourage you today to not count yourself out and don't you dare allow anybody else to count you out and I want you to repeat this affirmation after me say my value and success is not tied to someone else's name or to a location. Repeat after me. Say, I release any negative feelings about myself or my life. And I accept all things that are good. In Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you will give us the confidence that we need to believe in ourselves and to know that we have what it takes to change the negative narrative concerning our lives. Help us to believe that you have great things in store for us and that we can and will manifest greatness regardless of where we are from. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much, guys, for turning into the Her Redemption podcast. I'm so excited that you tuned in. Don't forget to leave a review or five stars when you get a chance. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family members. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to chat with you on the next podcast episode. Take care.